listening to Excel with Fix and Kind of Kenyan. Every week we analyze the latest international movies and shows we've watched with a modern day woman's perspective. Today's quote of the day is the distinction between the past, present, and future is only by Albert Einstein. So we fix what's the name of today's show? Today's show is season one, episode one of Dark, a German series from 2019 that's that's about a small town in Germany called Winden that's got more layers than an onion. Let's start peeling. Okay, so truth be told, this series is a bit hard to follow, in my oh, opinion. Yes. yes. Because <laughs> There's a lot of flashing, like forward, perhaps back. Like there's definitely time traveling like going on. And we know that, or we can infer that as watchers and viewers, even though it hasn't been made explicit. Based mm-hmm. on the, the Albert Einstein quote that was actually like a part of the beginning of the episode, but also the fact that, spoiler alert, <laughs> um, the it the show opens up with a man's suicide and then he wrote writes a letter but says for the letter not to be opened until a certain time and date so then you're like well something's going on with with time or whatever mm-hmm. yeah does anyone and- else build on what they thought made the show a bit confusing or like difficult to keep up yeah one of the things is that um you know when they kind of show the missing boy was held up in some kind of bunker um eric yeah eric the missing um child that everybody's looking for what he's watching on the tv's um 80s videos music videos so you kind of definitely see that there's some timeline bending going on why is he missing in the future but then watching things you know from the past what is going on with that um change there but it's definitely has a lot of dark influences that uh, I think as we keep watching, we find out a little bit more why is the very f- first quote about time and this illusion that it's all linear. What did you think, Wifix? Um, yeah, I, I thought it was interesting because when they're showing Eric in the bunker or wherever mm-hmm. it is, he's getting strapped into a chair. Like something is happening to him. Yeah. So I agree with the, the 80s music, but um, I just wonder, um, I guess in terms of the of the timeline, yeah, like what is the significance? Because he's in the present, right? But like you said, he's watching 80s. 80s videos um which 80s videos are interesting in and of themselves <laughs> um but yeah i i thought it was a bit a little difficult to follow um with the jumping around between time and uh the other thing that i thought was interesting that kept coming up is the older man who um kept saying it's going to happen again so mm-hmm. that also points to like there's something with time like whatever is happening has happened before and there's a series of events of like it's happening again but he's the only one that seems to be aware of it yeah yeah and that's definitely true and what i find interesting is that um when they were the town was having the town hall in the um high school they were talking about how the town has the lowest crime rate so nothing ever happens there but then you hear this guy saying 
um, the older men saying that, yes, there's always, you know, it's, it's something is going to happen again. So we know that there, there must have been some kids missing before. So why are, why is nobody talking about that? And just in this illusion that this town is so safe. I thought that was really interesting, Excel. Also, I was like, okay, so are y'all ever going to tell us what is going on for real in this town? Because trying to make it on the surface level, like everything is like picture perfect, but there's definitely something that we don't get, some backstory that's not there. And I mean, even the, what is it called? I think the like episode description and it was just like in 2019, a local boy's disappearance strokes fear in the residents of Winden, a small German town with a strange and tragic history. Well, what is what what happened in that time that this old man is remembering that the events are triggering some sense of deja vu for him? And he's mm-hmm. trying to warn people and let them know. And even the term deja vu was interesting because um, one of the girls, the high school girls who's a potential love interest for Jonas but at this point in episode one I don't even know what her name is but um she they're in the forest in the dark again no idea why these kids in high school are in the dark in a forest but whatever (laughs) so unaccompanied minors right (laughs) so they're in a forest it's like gonna rain not the best weather conditions and she's like I feel like this has happened before like she she's she said I'm feeling like it feels like deja vu so it's like, what is going on? And speaking to um, XL when you were talking about how, oh, it's supposed to be a city with the like lowest or a small town that has like the lowest crime rate. So nothing bad could possibly happen there. But then not only did Eric go missing, but then one of the policemen, Ulrich, who's also having an affair with like Jonas's mom, which that's another side story, but <laughs> um, Ulrich his son goes missing because his son was in the forest when like everyone scatters because they get freaked out. And then it looks like um, Ulrich's son, Mikkel, it, Mikkel is, is dead. But then Ulrich is also like, that's not my son. So I'm like, okay, the kid fits the description like size wise of like the child that is missing. Mm-hmm. But is, is the dad having like a, is it like in his mind, he can't process the fact that he's lost his youngest son. Or is it the fact that something else more sinister is happening? Maybe, again, deals with timelines and it's another kid who's about his age. And there's something about the ages of the kids that are missing that, like, tie in together. Who knows? We're just in episode one, folks. Yeah, about the um, the poor child that they find in the, in the forest. If you notice that next to the child was a tape recorder, which yeah, is the map of the time, right? I'm not sure if I'm the only one that noticed that, but it kind no. of shows a little bit of, again, a time band. They're looking for a child in 2019, but what was next to the child was not of its time. So I can see why the dad was saying, this is not my child. But then if you look at the shoes, the shoes that he's wearing are not from the 80s, right? Of that poor child that, um, you know, that they find on the woods. So that, again, doesn't match. So... I'm really interested to find out how are we going to consolidate all of these different time loops because it feels like we're dealing with a show that has a lot of different time loops happening at once. So everybody has a sense of deja vu, but they don't know what to do with it. 
And XL, I'm like, one question for you. Are you like a secret sneakerhead that we didn't know about? Because, like, I don't know if <laughs> sneakers came out. I think they were Nikes, like red and black no. Nikes. I don't know. The reason why that stood yeah. out to me is because, you know, I, I think cinema, the cinematography was very distinct. If you look at how um, they kind of showed him cleaning the, the child's hand and then why they focused slowly on the feet. And then slowly back up and then showed the cassette tape and then back um, up into the face. So, like, because of how, you know, how the the production team showed that scene, I, it made me pay attention to it. Looking at the, the sneakers and being like, okay, he looked at the sneaker and you see that the dad still doesn't have anything, any light bulbs sticking out to him. You know, he's, he still looks very sad. So, they're, they're showing... The dad's face, they're showing the sneakers, he looks very sad. They're, they're showing him, you know, um, moving his hand further up and up. And then they pan again to the cassette tape, still looking sad, like he doesn't notice that next to it. And then when he finally shows the face, and then you see his re reaction of confusion, this is now my child. And then he moves back. So, like, he actually doesn't notice that there's something odd until he sees the face. So that's why it stood out to me. But then you have a point. Maybe, um, Nike's have been around for a long time. But maybe not the same. I'm not a sneakerhead. But I can bet you it's not the same type of shoes. <laughs> but also the the kids. Can we talk about the kids' body that was found. And the eyes being like down yeah. or fried or whatever that was. What did yeah, you think? Like, I thought like, they were like, covered. But it looked weird. It looked odd. But I was like, are, are his are their eyes just covered or like what's happening here? It looks like he didn't have like his eyes were burned. But then what scared me was that you know they also panned. I'm not sure if that was the last scene, but you guys know. Um, did you guys notice that um, Eric when he's trapped into the into the seat by whoever is kidnapping him also has something that comes and blinds his his eyes. Yeah. So that's the part that disturbed me, that made me think that, oh, maybe the same person that is that took away this child that they found in the woods, eyes, may be doing the same to Eric. Because it was very distinct, something panning and closing his eyes. So that I thought that was definitely some foreshadowing about some whatever is happening to Eric happened to this other body that they found. What maybe I'm the only one that kind of felt that. Wait, what? Whatever is happening to Eric in this bunker happened to that child that they found in the wood, the dead body. Something that did cross my mind is since they're playing with time in the show, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm like, or is that Eric at some other point in time? But I, I don't think so, though, because, like, Eric's a redhead and this kid's yeah. a redhead. But I'm like, I don't know. Like, kids' hairs can change color. Like, you can be born blonde and then somehow you end up with brown hair. <laughs> but Eric has very distinct features, you know, that it would be really odd to kind of change the, the, the freckles when they show him. He has very a lot of freckles and very red hair, like very distinct red hair, which was not matching the child that they found. Even the length, it looked like Eric was a little bit older of a child, too. No, Eric was definitely older than the kid that was found, which is why yeah. he was more likely to be... Make Much that younger. Oh, yeah. that's the German version of Michael, but <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. That's why he looked. That child looked just about the same size as 
Michael, but definitely not Eric. So we know it's not Eric, but we know some there's some connectiveness as to whatever whoever is doing that to Eric did that to the other body. Anyone also pick up on like why this is only happening to the the males, like boys? Hmm. I don't know. Do you think that there's some significance there as to why um, whoever it is that's kidnapping these children is doing it distinctly to the children in this town and of only the males? I don't know. I don't know if it's significant or it just was like coincidence. I don't know. There, yeah, I think there I may think be. There, there, there has to be something in it because it feels like everything in this is intentional in one way or another. So mm-hmm. I think that's the point that like all the stuff that's happening is happening to, to um, yeah, to the males in the show. I agree with you. Yeah, um, because the way that I'm seeing, I'm noticing that there's a lot of very um specific and distinct cinematography placed in this show so it, there may be some context into it maybe there is a reason why only the males are disappearing um one thing that i did find interesting is did you guys notice that the old man that was sounding these alarms his ears looked a little bit odd like they were burnt in like you yeah. couldn't hear it in one of them. Am I the only one that noticed? Because, again, talking about the importance of cinematography, the way they panned on specific things, I think, has meaning. May have some meaning as to why is his ear kind of burned off. I did pick up on that. Um, one thing, one question I, I, like, had about his ear was, okay, there's also this, like, power plant that they like it's kind of like a secondary tertiary character because mm-hmm. um, they're like oh we've never had an incident but then when they pan to the dude's ears i'm like or was that the incident that this town doesn't want to talk about and this is gonna like play into it i don't know this show gives me like um it kind of feels like a german stranger things yeah it definitely does feel like a, a german stranger thing it seems like there's definitely a lot of stranger things aspect especially if you think about how jonas or it's jonas right yeah jonas jonas we're american so we'll call him jonas jonas um, yeah. in terms of jonas i there there should i think that there's definitely some reasoning behind why he has to see a therapist and he's being hunted by his dad dad his father who somehow um i believe that his father committed suicide that's the inherent information that the small part that's kind of told when he has that breakdown in the woods next to his therapist and no offense but i think that there's also something going on with this therapist because he's not sound either right did you guys pick up on that no one in this town is normal yeah that's for sure yeah something's off with him (laughs) He's trying to he's trying to say something to his wife and then they're like let's talk about it later and I'm like what what's what's your deal dude? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why is the therapist, you know, so iffy? That he's very very shady in what's going almost as if he knows he knows what's really going on on in this town and just doesn't, you know, for whatever confidentiality, he's not stating or who was behind all of this. So my guess is that the therapist knows who did it. Or maybe it's even the therapist. Who knows? True. Mm. Cause it's That's some a good dude, point. 
Yeah, it's some dude in a Dagon coat, which made me think it was Jonas somehow, time traveling. But then, I don't know, it becomes less clear once, like, you realize, no, it's another dude. Because when the kid is getting strapped, it doesn't look like it's Jonas. And I'm like, who are you? But it looks, the build looks similar to the therapist. So my guess is that the therapist knows who did it. (laughs) All right, listeners, it's that time. We're going to play a game. This game is called Candy Crush, but with characters. Rules are pretty simple. There are no rules, really. Yes, there are. (laughs) (laughs) The rules are, we're going to see how many characters we can discuss in the span of five minutes and come to a consensus on which candy best represents them. So there are three of us, and just like in Candy Crush, you have to match it like at least three of the candies, or so I'm told. That's what Google told me because I've never played the game. Don't judge me. All right. You said what? Woohoo. Okay. That was the most unenthused woohoo. (laughs) Okay. Woohoo. Is that much more enthusiastic for you? Yeah. I just wanted to do something. (laughs) Alexis play. All right. Let's go with Charlotte the Cop. XL, what candy do you think best represents Charlotte the Cop and why? Ooh, Charlotte. Charlotte's one of my favorite characters in Dark, so I'm going to say that she's more like a Skittle to me um, because you're always discovering new things about her. Just like you're always discovering different flavors of Skittles, and overall, they're all very positive. So I think that she has a good positive vibe about her the story is still dark but charlotte's a skittle to me what about you kaya canyon i would say she's a snickers you know like i also really like her i like snickers bars you know snickers are like very hearty she's very like all about her job but she definitely rubs some people the wrong way um noticeably i think eric's mother who spits like in her face eric is a missing boy Um, Who has a bad vibe about Snickers? I'm also, I guess, people who are allergic to peanuts because it has peanuts. (laughs) Okay. So it's like she, like, (laughs) Eric's mom, Mike, could have been a person (laughs) who was allergic to peanuts. Peanuts. Okay. Okay. I want to call her Snickers. Yeah. She's giving me Snickers vibes. Mm. Okay. Okay. Let's move it on to Wifix. What is Charlotte to you? I'm gonna go. Let's switch it up. We. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, bazooka bubble gum. <laughs> Ooh, you're bringing um, it old school here, huh? You know, people like gum. Um, generally, um, it's kind. It's well known. Um, she's hmm. kind of like a main character. Like everyone knows her, and she's the one that that is. I don't know. She just gives she, she just gives me uh, uh, I guess bubblegum vibes. That doesn't really, but she's not really bubbly to me. No, like, no. Bazooka, when no, I'm thinking no, about bazooka bubblegum, like I remember it fondly. Of course, eating it in what, middle school is probably the last time I ever eat in a bazooka bubblegum. But I guess overall, I still have a positive experience of it. I can see that. Yeah. Oh, she's just for the positive series. Like, um, mm-hmm. she's definitely not a bubbly character. That's not why. I but. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but yeah. Bubblegum is such a tiring, like, it's, you have to chew hard because it, like, comes. Yeah. 
And then you have well, to, like, she be working hard as a she, cop trying to figure true, out what's happening true. in this. <laughs> she, she is a, lot a hard happening. worker. Okay, yeah. Well, okay. She is a hard she's worker. Like, but like the, the hardest know, working person. I, I agree so with you. Work hard and your mouth got to work hard. <laughs> yeah, kind of Kenyan. And, and one thing that I do remember about the bazooka bubble gum is that the flavor doesn't last, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it really does oh, not yeah, last. Oh, really, yeah. It was like five seconds and it's done. Exactly. Five seconds and you're like, I'm chewing on sandpaper here. I need to get rid of it. But I do remember it. Okay. I feel, like the, of, I feel like the lack of the like flavor staying for a long time is also like indicative of Charlotte. Oh. She doesn't tolerate like foolishness really. She doesn't have like <laughs> a lot of patience for that. She's like, no, I'm about solving mysteries. If you ain't if you ain't with it, then get out. Like, but is that true though? But because she's been tolerating her husband, she, barely, because she has kids. So it's like that's true. She's like, uh, that's tolerance there. Bedrooms, living like the aristocrats. Kind of Kenyan. That's tolerance. That's tolerance. It takes it. That's that's why if we're gonna call her a, a bubble gum, it has to be a long lasting. Maybe the flavor is not so good. But it has to be long lasting. I was more so thinking about remember, there's this other cop in the office that she's very short with all the time because she's like, oh, oh that's true, that's true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 the, the, is it the cup? You mean the cup that like came back with like a, a bandage on his head? Yeah, 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 what? on his eye. Oh, oh on his eye, yeah. Eyes. And then like nobody even talks about it. Like, what happened to your eye? Not a thing. It's just like, okay, but you found this, this shady information. But you didn't see how you got it. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. yeah, that guy. <laughs> okay, so now let's vote. Final consensus. What candy would Charlotte fall under? Hmm. You kind of convinced me. I like Snickers. I'm going to go with that one. I'll sway to Bazooka. <laughs> yeah, I was oh. actually sway to Bazooka, too. <laughs> yes, because... I win. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But you just said I was against Snickers. it. I mean, to be honest, I was against I it. I know. Like, ah, I want her to be long lasting. But when we think about how short fuse she is, <laughs> she's kind of a bazooka bubble gum. And, and I feel like bazookas, like those are weapons, right? And I feel like she's a secret yeah. weapon. That's true. Yeah. I did I, I did think about that briefly. Yeah. Okay, fine. Bazooka it is. Bam. Okay. Ooh, bazooka. Bazooka bubble gum. Yeah. Okay. Okay, listener. Let's get back to our regularly scheduled programming. You better pluralize that. Um, so I'm not sure if I understood this correctly, but I think Ulrich's brother also went missing. If is that correct? Whose brother? Ulrich. The cop. The cops the cop. Um, you know, the cheater. Because at some point, doesn't he, he goes to visit his mom, and I think she was relaying something about how her her son, Ulrich's brother, was also kind of went missing and nobody knew what happened. And then she, I think she was also stating they may be connected to Eric going missing. So there's still a lot of confusion. Why does everybody think this this place is so safe if every generation people are just going missing? I but I, yeah, but I definitely... I, think I picked up that, you know, their uncle was definitely missing, and now Michael is also missing. So in this family, two two children have disappeared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just different time frames. The one thing that I wondered, because it kept panning to the gra- she was the grandma, right? She was reading, she's the one that was reading the letter. Right. And it kept panning so. to, like, she's reading the letter, 
but then they'll show the clock and then they'll have the timestamp where it says like do not read until like november or something or whatever it said and yeah. then the date so i that was um trying to switch gears that was another part that i thought was like interesting because i was like what's what's happening what's the backstory behind that because it's not just not just she's reading the letter and she gets sad like there's a there's it goes back to that um right about the timeline yeah did you did you guys notice who who is the letter from i did not catch that was it is that or this um because you remember um the mom calls the grandmother and kind of puts her in blast saying you know how can you just disappear you don't you no longer care about your grandchildren as a voicemail i do remember seeing that instance where she's kind of reprimanding the the grandmother for being so distant um but I really wonder why she wouldn't tell... There's a lot of stories that we kind of have to figure out. Why wouldn't she tell the wife and the son that there is a letter? Maybe because it was written so far in the past, stating to open it in the future? It, it does seem a little bit very confusing. I'm going to say this as a viewer. I always get annoyed when people... I mean, I get maybe it's like the writing and it's just to create the sense of suspense. But as a viewer, I'm always pissed when I'm like, why are you guys who are aware that shady things are happening in your town withholding information that could potentially save a life? So I'm like, if she has any idea or even like, well, we don't know too much about the old man's like backstory, but for the grandmother, I'm like, grandma, you know something. Why are you the only one who knows something? You better share that information. Mm. As for the, the dramatic part of it, I really do not like this idea of Ulrich and uh, what is I think it's Charlotte cheating and the poor mom you know not with the three kids and having and also working as a principal and just you know that her husband is just cheating on the background even though she kind of you can see that she catches that something is happening but that was definitely <clears throat> not a good friend she's definitely not a good friend she's trash no i'm just kidding <laughs> hannah is jonas's mom hannah's the one who's having the affair with ulrich i don't know what ulrich's wife is because i think charlotte is the lady who works at the, the other cop the female cop who got spat on by like mm -hmm. the, eric's mom yeah oh okay yep hannah's definitely so far i do not like both hannah and ulrich's character I mean, I feel sad when he does, his son does go missing, but then when you realize what he was doing before his son went missing, you don't have as much sympathy for him. I felt the same way. I was like, you, dude, while your child went missing, you were out here stepping out on your wife. So I kind of like, <laughs> I feel bad for, I feel bad for the kid. I don't feel bad for him. <laughs> mm. Yeah, exactly. I feel bad for the mom. You know, she was, you see from her part, she was very busy trying to, even make sure that all three of them were eating. They getting a lot of back backlash, and it's like, oh, I don't want, I don't want to eat. The girl saying, well, I don't want to eat right now. You know, I don't, I don't eat this. Or the constant. Um, I do remember, with fix you did state that. Why is he is the little kid okay with his his? Um, why is the this the younger kid okay with? Um, the older brother just hitting his head constantly at the beginning. You oh, yeah. Because it's kind of like something they do, like, as play playing. Like, but even 
when they were in the forest and they're about to go walk into the forest uh when you even when they're about to walk into the forest the brother smacked him upside the head and so did the friend and i was just like you're you're okay with this like i mean i get it that the brother does it but i don't know yeah but it's also kind of funny um oh is it just me or i just <laughs> When they realized that uh, Mikkel was missing, like he didn't come back, um, maybe maybe it's just me, but I thought that response from the police, like all of a sudden you see like there are four police cars and everybody's there in the, the forest area ready to go like find this kid. Because usually I just I felt like that was like a really quick response. And I don't know if there was like a time, like a, a space of time that I just was missing no i don't think you were missing any space of time but we have to also remember that's ulrich's kid and ulrich is a cop so like cops are always gonna have like you know what i mean that's because he was a yeah yeah that's a good point so he was like nah your kid if you're a cop and your kid is missing for like 30 minutes you have a search <laughs> right that's a good point yeah i guess my guess is that because you, you do remember it was raining a lot. My guess is that the kids called the cops, and by the time it stopped raining, um, everybody, including the SWAT and the entire family, all the families just come at once in a very dramatic way. Yeah. Um, but overall, how do you guys... Is there anything that you didn't like in terms of how the story is panning out? It's a little early to tell. I don't know if I can say, really, that there's anything that I don't like in how the the stories turn out because really it's only the first episode so there's way more to like see and learn and like uncover um with the rest of the with the rest of the show I and have to agree how the yeah and then you know also learning the things like the cinematography and just kind of like the the vibe of the show in and of itself so and then like you really just have to pay you have to pay attention <laughs> You have to pay attention with this show. So, um, yeah, for me, I think it's a little early to tell. Yeah, I would yeah. say I'm kind of excited to continue watching this series. The only thing that, like, bothered me because I'm always the type of person who wants to know what's going on. Like, I like to be in the loop. <laughs> but, of course, I don't think we're going to get that with the show when we want to get that. So when the grandmother is finally, like, reading the note that was from, like, her son who, who had committed suicide and i'm like we don't get a voiceover of what he wrote like what, what is he saying and all we see is her reaction i was like i want to know what she's reacting to i mean like, you should go back and pause it and read the note i don't know you well, I, th I think that it was distinctly put in there to hook you in um you know to make you it, it looked more like a cliffhanger to make you yeah. watch the next episode to find out can we please have some captions to say what exactly because we can't translate this in german we need the captions to see what what is what shocked her what is in this letter can we please get some information and further as to why this kid went missing and what's happening with the other kid and who's this other missing child that everybody found so many things to capture but then when you think about it a lot happened in one episode yeah, so a lot moving really fast. A 50 minute episode that everyone had their own storyline, and I'm like, yo, what is going on? <laughs> yep, you see a little bit of character development. You, you know, one kid dealing with a parent lost. Now, do I like the parents so far? Mm, I, I feel sad for 
Ulrich's wife, but everybody else I'm not so keen on. Just because of that parent-teacher conference meeting, they all seem pretty bad. Um, there's a missing child. Why is everybody, like, so dismissive of this? Why did she have to rile them up to explain to them that they should be concerned about this missing child? That, that was just very disconcerting. They were very, very... Very content on. Well, this never happens on our town. I don't. I feel like there are some other dynamics at play that we don't know. Like we don't fully know everyone's backstory. So I'm sure if it's a small town, they all went to the same high school. Also, and we they grew up together, and so we don't get, or we haven't gotten to their to f- figure out what their dynamics are between each other because it could be some interpersonal conflict. Like with the lady who I don't know her name, but she works and runs the hotel that's like suffering with business right now. Mm-hmm. And like she snapped at Ulrich's wife, like it was it was a very unnecessary snap that was kind of funny. And it's like, well, do you know that Ulrich is having an affair? Because like, what was that comment about? <laughs> but um, yeah, it definitely seems like she's she's quite. But it would make sense though when you think about it. She works in a hotel, so most oh. likely she does know what is actually going on. So I think that's you know, where the snapping came from. I actually did not think about this until you brought up that she's the one that owns the hotel. So then it makes me think that she's well aware of the little secrets going on in this town. Um, and she may just know that Ulrich is having that affair. That would be so lazy of Ulrich. You're going to go to the local hotel when you know, like, y'all went to the same school and it's a small town and you don't think people are going to talk. You don't even bother to pick another damn hotel. That would really piss me off. Actually, I'm going to look for that in the future episodes because if that's what he does, I'm I'm going to be mad at the writers and I'm going to be mad at Ulrich's character. Because <laughs> that's just lazy cheating. I'm like, you're not even putting effort into it. But you have to think about the very first scene that we see him. What is he doing? He's jumping out of a, <laughs> jumping out of a, a window, like escaping like a teenager. <laughs> I wouldn't pass put it past the two of them to not go to the local hotel that would be so stupid like i would i would actually that would infuriate me but i yeah I'm, i wouldn't it would infuriate me but i'd be like Ugh, y'all gonna get caught and they should get caught because they shouldn't have been doing that in the first place right and it's his wife's friend there's just yeah that's not a friend your friend doesn't sleep with your husband Mm-hmm. What's that quote with friends like these who needs enemies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Definitely not quite a friend. Um, but so far, I would say Dark is definitely very engaging. It makes you think, and I do like movies that involves a lot of a critical analysis on your end to try to understand what's going on and piece together mm, right if you enjoyed this episode of what's the name don't forget to rate review and subscribe wherever you stream your podcast most importantly make sure you share because sharing is caring only if you want to but we really appreciate it if you did bye 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 royalty free music from ben sound <laughs>